0: Mets fans and uh maybe anyone else who just wants to hang out season two episode 37 of orange and blue thing i am darren mean and today is thursday september 20th i am joined today by special guest co-host nikki g money what's up nikki how's it going uh pumped to be here
1: i'm uh ready to have a beer or two and uh yeah get weird maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh Nikki's been writing for the blog now for uh, over a year mm-hmm. and uh when we started the hunt for the new guest co-host which we actually haven't even locked anyone down yet. I've been kind of having been having fun with the, like the revolving door of guest co-hosts over the past couple months here now. And uh you wanted to come out and hang out and uh here here we are.
1: Yeah, you know I was able to uh you know, my schedule, of course, you know, I was able to work it in and everything. So, um, pumped to be out here, pumped to, uh, kind of chat some Mets or whatever else we want to talk about. And so like said, if,
0: if Nikki looks familiar, if you did watch our little one minute teaser promo of the tailgate hero this man showed up ready to play. He had his his bandana, his American flag bandana, his neon green shorts, ready to ready to rock. And we're not going to give out too much about the day, but it was a fun time. And I'm excited for that to come out. Um, I don't know when it's going to come out, but it's going to be like a 22-minute edited down version of what we did in the tailgate parking lot that day. So it should be a fun time. But, uh, yeah, thanks for coming out. So Lizzie, Lizzie's fil- f- uh, fielding the phone calls as well. This is our last episode. <laughs> This is our last episode of the year where you can actually call us next week. We're going to be live in Patchogue at the Clifton. My buddy Brian Neal opened up a bar last winter, and we are going to be invading the Clifton next Thursday night out in Patchogue. (laughs) So if you want to call, today's your last chance to call. Otherwise, next week, show up and talk shit to us in person. 631-388-5195. The phone lines are open, and Lizzie will put you on the air if you have something fun to talk about.
2: Drew just called G Money, G Nervous, because he said G Nervous. Do I look (laughs) nervous? Yeah. Don't be nervous. Chill, chill, chill. Dude, we're over here (laughs) hanging. Let's take some sips of some beer. We're over
0: here hanging out drinking (laughs) beers. Nothing to be nervous about. G Nervous. G Nervous. (laughs) We will. (laughs) I won't live that down now. I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk about your trip to the brewery tomorrow, but let's give a shout-out to Oyster Bay. There are are only a few more Mets games left this season, and for the last, uh, I don't know, how many weeks now, they've been hooking us up with these beers. They've been running a deal in the brewery. $5 pints during any Mets game and a dollar off anytime when you mention orange and blue thing. Just pop on in to the brewery. 36 Audrey Avenue, Oyster Bay, New York, 11771. They will also be a part of our pregame, not our pregame, our special finale next week at the Clifton. There will be these delicious pumpkin ales and the barn rockers for just four bucks. All night or as long as they last at the Clifton. Uh, But Lizzie did go yesterday to pick up some of these beers. And what do you think?
2: It's really cool. It's a really cool hangout spot. They have like board games and uh, cornhole and uh, a bunch of other things. They have a ton of beer on tap, things that you can't get um, in cans. And they also do growler fills. So if you if you don't have a growler, it's like in the twenties, and then if you just refill it, it's about eighteen.
0: Twenty filled, yeah. You buy the yeah. gr- the, the glass growler, you yes. keep it, and bring it back. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: it was such a good. I had such a good time.
0: Well, definitely go check them out, and I'm For excited sure. to be drinking this pumpkin ale. Yes. When I saw it on Instagram. Did we crack it open yet? I already did. But oh. cheers to cheers. Cheers, cheers to you guys. Cheers to everyone at home. Super I don't know excited. at home or work. I don't know where you are right now, but if you're enjoying a cocktail, cheers to you. Uh, the pumpkin ale. Came out, I think, two weeks ago. And the second I saw, I was like, we need that. Yep.
2: I I said something on Twitter too. And when I walked in, they were like, all right, so you want some pumpkin, some pumpkin ale, right? And I was like, yes, I do. All right, so give us a call, 631 388
0: 5195. We talked about this on Twitter. It was a little last minute addition to today's program. Pete McCarthy from WOR. He has a show called The Sports Zone. He does a great job over there. He's going to be joining us in just a little bit. And uh, we're going to discuss what's next for him. If you haven't heard the news, WOR. Uh, is dropping the sports zone, unfortunately, after the Mets are moving next year to CBS. So we're going to talk to Pete all about that, not to bring up some bad news with him, but just what's next for Pete, because I'm sure he won't be off his feet for much too long. Um, Nikki G. Money, yeah. I want to talk to you about this name yeah. because <laughs> you got the handle, at Nikki G. Money. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever told me this. Maybe at our Christmas party last year, I may have asked you, how did yeah. this come about? What does it mean? So it, it's uh, it's a college nickname. Um, I have a last name
1: that no one has ever been able to pronounce, Jaconi. Uh, I don't know why. It's really not that hard, but everyone always butchers it. So a lot of people in college call me G. Uh, and then one kid just started calling me G-Money. And uh, <laughs> it was definitely a college persona. It probably comes out uh, in the later hours of night. But
0: it's like Frank the Tank. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, Frank the Tank with,
1: <laughs> with a little weirdness mixed in, but... Um, and then it, and then I was it. It lay dormant for a while, and uh, but I did make it my Twitter handle. And I wasn't really active on Twitter uh, until I started blogging. And I said, I think it's time to revive it. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. I think my sports writing Mets persona is G Money. Yeah, great. It needs to come back out. So well, I I, I can kind of credit you 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 know. Well, no, revive G Money.
2: Did you try and tell Darren that you didn't want to be G Money? Do no. I remember this correctly? Uh, really. Yeah, no at, I think at the Christmas party you were f- like, maybe I shouldn't be. And you no, were like, fuck no that. fucking way. That's great. <laughs> yeah.
1: got to understand that G Money in college was not the G Money that he is today. So, <laughs> we're, you know, we could revive some. Well, hold you. I am 30.
0: All right, 30. So I got eight years on you. But yeah, yeah, you know, the things that you may have done in college when you're how many years removed from college might not be the same guy. Like Frank the Tank, if that was a real guy, he might not want to be Frank the Tank forever. But when you start with Nicky G money (laughs) and then like you start writing as that and then we write a tweet when it's like. Blog post by at Nikki G Money. It's like you got to roll with that. Oh uh, yeah. Drew um, and I were back. talking it's about it back.
2: last night, and I said I think he wanted to not be G Money anymore, uh, and Darren was like, "No, nope, too late. Wait, that's <laughs> I was, who you I was are. Hesitant. That's I was it.
1: a little <laughs> hesitant, but uh, I fully embrace it now. G Money is
3: back. That's and, fucking yeah. yeah. It's official. Awesome.
0: Kraken <laughs> uh, of Cole wanted G Money, yeah, but uh, cheers everyone. I don't know if you are a Jets fan. They are playing tonight. Are you a Jets fan? Big Jets fan. Big Jets fan.
1: Used to have season tickets. Um, it's just. It's not practical to have, you know, the Meadowland's in middle of nowhere. We tried it for three years, me and my girlfriend. And it's just, it's not convenient. And it's just, it's better to be on the couch for football games, I think. Does she
0: call you G-Money? She does not. She calls <laughs> me a lot of things, but not G-Money. <laughs> so not the, G-money. the the Jets are playing the Browns tonight. And I think this is um, brilliant marketing. I think it's Bud Light. Yeah, Bud Light. So you haven't heard about this yet, but the no. Bud Light has dropped off these refrigerators filled with Bud Light with a chain on it and it says, when the Bretts, when when the Browns win, Cleveland wins. And they dropped them all around Cleveland and when the Browns finally win a game because they haven't won in what, two years? Yeah. But, right? They didn't yeah, win any last none year. None last wow, year. That's you know, hilarious. Yeah, and so they the had a tie before. this year so oh, it doesn't count as a win. by can't buy a win. So... If they win, that when they win, the 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 chains will be opened and there'll be free beer all around Cleveland, <laughs> which is great. It's so smart for Budweiser, But like, oh, How much does it cost to get some coolers and yeah. fill it with beer? You know, yeah. I would hate brilliant marketing. I would hate for it to be at the Jets' expense, though. I, I really
1: would. And, and Jets are Jets are underdogs. Yeah, they, they are, are underdogs. by three points, yeah. right?
0: Which is weird. Um, I'm not a huge. Football fan. I tried to get into it a couple of years ago when I lived in Queens on Sundays. We'd go to the bar and I'd watch the games just for fun, participate in some gambling and kind of hang out. But uh, now that I'm out in Suffolk County, yeah, like you said, getting to the Meadowlands is pretty yeah. well. It's not even Meadowlands. It's a pain in the, it's it's pain in the butt. Watch it on the couch and enjoy some cold ones. Um,
2: I went there two weeks ago for a soccer game for the Columbia National. You team. liked it, right? Yeah, it was really it, w- it wasn't even that hard to get to to leave.
0: Depends. So was it wasn't sold out. The parking no. lot when you so when no, it I, wasn't. Uh, yeah, I saw your footage of your tailgating, and, or like, whoever put that up. It looked fun to hang out, but it wasn't jammed. Do You go to a
2: football that's game? That's true. That's true. I've never been games. to a football game. Oh, what do you yeah, think? And I don't plan, would, plan would, on going. Leave. So
1: we would tailgate pretty pretty hard, and we would get there right when the gates open at 8 a.m. And it was half hour from Queens to drive. To get there. out of the lot takes fucking two hours though. It took three hours to get home consistently. Yeah, and one time Eat, the Lincoln at Tunnel. At, yeah, oh. and sometimes we would even stay and tailgate after the game. Yeah, that's what we did, and it wouldn't matter. One time the Lincoln tunnels closed, all hell broke loose, and uh, not to turn this into a jet show, yeah, but right, right.
0: since uh, you know people look at us like, oh, these guys are diehard Mets fans, and you know we travel around in heavy numbers and whatever. Uh, not that I don't ever want to be like a general or like the face of this thing, besides owning it. You know what right. I mean? Um, I'm not putting people on my shoulders or anything by by any stretch of the imagination, but there is a man that does that sort of thing by the name of Fireman Ed, and he made a comeback now, which is weird, right? Like, What do you feel about that whole thing? Uh, Can you come back after you retire from being a fan? I I don't know the exact... Details about why he
1: retired I know he didn't stop going to games He just stopped the, the persona the And I think it was over He was there on Monday Night Football Yeah, well, you know, when they're good When you got Gary Vee's you know, over there cheering Gary with them v, yeah. And everyone's doing their thing yeah. You know I used to work for Gary Vee, right? I heard about that Yeah, yeah, he used to work uh, for
0: VaynerMedia His social I sent
1: him a hat this beer I,
2: is so good.
0: I was watching one of his live streams, and he's like, "Hey, if anyone has any beanies out there, mail me one." So I mailed him yeah. the Homer and apple beanie yeah. with a little note like, "Hey, this is probably the most popular Mets beanie of all time. Not to toot my own horn, but the, I think it is." And uh, he didn't write me back, but I was—I don't think he's a Mets fan. Oh, he is. He's raising he, his kids as Mets fans. Yeah,
1: I think he—you know—just because he's a Jets fan, he'll—he'll he'll pick the Mets. He's—he's he's very big on that. He's—you know—you send him something, and, and instead of asking him a favor, he's—that's—that's that's all his. Uh, his MO, the thank you economy. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good move.
0: All right, cool. So let's get to the, the standings here. It's just, it's depressing because I did write a tweet about this a couple weeks ago, and I got fucking slammed up on it. Uh, I wrote, if you could just delete June, which you obviously can't do, if you can delete June, the Mets are right in the thick of it. In the last two months, they've, they've been playing some great baseball. They did lose the series just na- just last night against the Phillies, and they also lost in Boston, but they have been playing great as of late. 70-82. Uh, and 82. It's too little, too late. I mean, you can't really do much with this now. They're out. Uh, but the surprising two at the top: Atlanta and Philly. And Washington is a dying star as well this week, this, this year. Uh, this weekend we have four games against the Nationals. We got who's who's pitching tonight? I know Matt's is on Sunday. I got the little little leaderboard here on the right. We got Vargas tonight against Scherzer. Should be a bloodbath. <laughs> we got the the Krom and Ross uh, tomorrow. For the Seven Line Army on Saturday, we got Oswald and Roark, and on Sunday we got Mats and I think it's Feed, Fetty, Feed, uh, whatever. It's I'm not Fetty. really. Uh, Tim Tim uh, Riley wrote a blog post just a little bit ago. We posted it on the uh, on the website about how the rivalry, if there was one, even though it was really just one year where the Mets and the and the Nationals are both fighting for it in 2015, he right. says that it's pretty much over. Uh, the rivalry is gone, and this is the end of an era. What do you think about that? Uh,
1: I, I agree to, to an extent. Like you said, we kind of always looked at them as like the evil empire of our division in recent years because they had all those stars and they just made – they won all those crowns. And 2015, yeah. I didn't think it was much of a rivalry to begin with. Um, I don't know. I think like Phillies and Braves are more
0: – Oh, yeah. A I mean as far as like – yeah, that's what that's what and, Tim was writing here. Yeah. and And
1: I think Bryce Harper carried a lot of that. And I think, you know, we don't know his fate yet, but, you know – Depending on where he goes, I don't think he'll resign, but... It's, it's pretty much over, and I think you know your new crop of Braves, Phillies. Hopefully, the Mets are, are who you're going to see in the next couple of years.
0: Yeah, I mean know. it's it's tough, man, because like, you know what it is. We go there each year uh, because it's convenient to get to. It's a day trip for the Seven Line Army, and it's become an annual thing for the past couple of years now. But uh, the Phillies, I feel like in the in the late 2000s, you know, 2008, 2009, it, that was our our rival. Before that, it was the Braves, and I feel like it's like. Uh, not generational, but each decade, it's like a new big rival. And it could have been something here, but we both shit the bed this year, and it is what it is. But if you have a time, have the time, go over to the blog, over to the blog, and read what Tim put up. The end of an era: Mets-Nationals rivalry, rivalry concludes this weekend. And um, I want to bring up something from the other night because a lot of people have been missing some some things. Because also, can you give Peter uh, Peter a, Pete a shout for me right now? Yeah, give Peter a shout. Sure. Uh, Shouty. When, Give Peter shouty. Peter shouty. When you uh, late in the season, not not saying that people are completely checked out, but I'm sure SNY is seeing a difference in their in their numbers on sure. how many people are tuning into these games. Uh, myself, I've been concentrating on some other things. I went out with the fam yesterday, and I'm not as locked into my phone when the game is is being played, but I still have the the updates, whatever, like the the at bat. Gives yeah me the I use that all the time now especially. so I'm watching the game the other night I did actually catch this live Stephen Matz with the double play oh, unbelievable incredible so I got it incredible. up here I don't know who put the gif up GIF up whatever you want to call it but um screaming <laughs> line drive right off the right off the bat of whoever that player was Mats leans back and catches it behind the back and tosses it to first like no nonchalant like yeah, yeah. double play got gotcha. you um the other funny thing that chris capanella Noticed, oh shit, I didn't even have actually have it on the, on the web. Hold on one second. So if you missed it, here's the gif. Um, I don't know who posted it, but unbelievable play. And then another nice fun fact that came out, I think, yesterday or two days ago. Home runs in the month of September. Steven Matz, two, John Carlos, Stanton, oh, one. So that's trolling. Uh Fine I mean, trolling. It's tra- it's trolling <laughs> late late in the season. The yeah. Mets have really nothing to play for now but individual victories and hopefully looking towards the future. But it, it's just a staggering stat when when John Carlos Stanton's supposed to be helping put this team on his back and get yeah. get the Yankees over the hump here, because they're they're basically in for the wild card. I think they're like two and a half games up now. Uh unless there's a yeah, catastrophic collapse of Mets two thousand seven proportions, I think they're gonna be all right. Um Let's get to the phones, though, because we do have a friend of the program, Mr. Pete McCarthy on the line. What's up, Pete? Hey, what's up, guys? How we doing? We're doing all right. We're just talking about the Mets, drinking some beers on a Thursday and uh, hanging out.
4: That's a win, man. I got to tell you, I was watching before. I am a little nervous about those fridges getting opened in Cleveland tonight. My day (laughs) is going to be ruined until we get to that football game tonight and make sure... The Jets aren't the team that's going to allow Cleveland to like throw a parade or whatever they do tonight if they actually win some.
0: Yeah, Cleveland's going to lose their shit tonight if that actually happens. But it's <laughs> it's brilliant, brilliant marketing on their part for sure. Oh yeah. Like, what does it really cost to get some refrigerators and put stock them with some free beer? Like, Budweiser's got a pl- got plenty of money. Are you a Jets fan?
4: Oh yeah, man, diehard. I got a uh, season tickets. As, soon as the Met season's over, I'll be out there at MetLife as much as I can and. Yeah, you know, gotta gotta welcome in the new era here. You know, you gotta have some hope with Sammy Darnold.
0: Oh yeah, I'm excited for I'm it. Confident. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan, but I will be locked in. If I had to pick a team, the Jets would be it. But let's uh, talk a little bit about the Mets. So the last two months of the season, you can't eliminate June. You can't hopefully you know change the record of May. But in uh, July, August, and September here, the Mets seem to be playing a lot better than they were in the beginning. Do you think that? This is going to put a stranglehold on the Mets to not make more moves in the offseason and say, hey, you know what, the the team is, they're getting healthy and and uh, 2019 should look pretty positive.
4: Yeah, well, let's not hope not. This team needs work. I think the big positions they have to address, center field, catcher, and they need two or three relievers added to that bullpen. These are the things that they have to do, and then we can you know reach for the moon you'll make a run at manny machado heck yeah they should be looking to do that but th- those are the positions that they absolutely still have to fill here uh i think down the stretch but yeah as you talked about this season i mean it still stinks right we got this uh series with the nationals coming up and it- it's not what anybody thought it would be at the start of the season As uh, there are two also rans going at it but uh, i do think if you look Basically, since the Jairus Familia deal in like mid July, everything's gone about as well as the Mets could have hoped for, which is odd to say because it seems nothing ever goes right. But if you were to make a checklist of things you wanted to see happen in uh, after you know mid July or so, I think you saw most of those things, right? You saw Michael Conforto look like Michael Conforto again. Uh, Jay Bruce comes off the DL, hits some home runs. Jacob DeGrom making the Cy Young push, and it looks like that's going to happen now. The pitching stayed healthy and effective, and Zach Wheeler came into his own, where Jeff McNeil is shown at second base. And then ultimately, at the end of the year, we will actually see David Bright. I guess the only thing was if you wanted to see Tebow or something. But you yeah. <laughs> know, uh, season where everything that could go wrong went wrong, it felt like, in May and June at least. There are some positives to carry into next year, but as you say, you cannot sit back and say, well, everything's good now. We're this kind of thing. No, no, no. They they still have holes to fill. They're gonna have to be aggressive this offseason.
1: Does it concern you though that all those things that you know, all those positive things started happening when kind of the pressure was off and we were, you know, pretty much dead in the water?
4: It's part of it, I don't so much care how many wins they have since then. I care about the individual players that you are counting on next year. Like the fact that Michael Confortos power has come back in a big way and that, you know, opposite field power is there. Uh the fact that as I talked about with Zach Wheeler really coming into his zona, I think that's someone now that you can count on going into next year. Uh second base was an open position for this team where you had no idea who would be the second baseman going into twenty eighteen. Well, I tell you what, I feel great about Jeff McNeil being that guy, both offensively and defensively. He's been terrific. So you start to fill you know a couple of holes here. Now, none of the young pitchers have really stepped up in the bullpen, and that's an area that they're going to have to do some work. But if you look at just you know the individual aspect of it and the players you're counting on, that's been a plus uh, over the last couple of months. At the very least, no one else, you know, at least to this point, started knocking on wood. Has you know gotten hurt. That's going to uh, affect next year.
0: Yeah, it's only if if we only could have brought up McNeil a little earlier and maybe Alonzo and won some more games here, we might still be in the thick of it. But you know, it's it's too late to change history there. But um, so I really enjoyed listening to you on the Sports Zone. News came out this Monday that uh, WOR was no longer going to be the flagship radio of the Mets, and they are moving over to uh, CBS 880, which is now an affiliate. Of uh, WFAN. Um, Was this a big shock to you? Did you kind of hear it coming? Or was this just like breaking news for you as well?
4: Well, the reports had been that they were in talks with CBS. uh, You know, and what I was hearing was we were continuing talks uh, as well. And, you know, everyone was holding out hope that, you know, who knows, uh, last minute things can change in negotiations, as we know. Uh, And then, you know, I, I found out on Friday that, uh, you know, they were changing stations. And then uh, so my show, The Sports Zone, would run in the off season as well, weeknights six to nine. Uh, that's going to come to an end at some point this fall. And you know, we'll carry it into October, November until they find a, a replacement show. So I can't say, I mean, it was uh, a, a blindsided in, in any way. But, uh, you know, certainly wasn't the happiest of outcome.
0: Well, I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of feedback from fans and listeners and fans of you that reached out immediately and said, you know, they, they don't expect you to be off your feet for, for very long. You're very talented. A lot of people enjoy your insight on the radio each night. And I know we, we've chat a couple times. I've met you at QBC and Outside City and, you know, wherever. And um, just as a friend of ours, I hope the best for you. And I, and I really, you know, is this something that you think that, cbs may take on or is it kind of like once the show is over you're on your own
4: yeah i don't know I, I i think that's a conversation that has to be had i think it'll be interesting you know what wor did that was unique to some degree was we put out a window six to midnight where it was going to be Mets content so i came on before the pregame show and then after wayne randazza did the postgame so i i don't know uh you know CBS will have that same kind of, uh, format. And then, you know, who knows, uh, you know, if, if I'd be part of it anyway. So, you know, those are all things that, that sort out, but, um, no, I appreciate the compliment I mean, It's been, um, it's been real cool, I guess, uh, this week, uh, hearing all the feedback and, and all the people that, um, you know, one of the cool things about radio and and what you guys are doing is people get to know you and you become a You know, a a small part of of people's lives to some degree, and there's um, an intimacy to it, I guess, uh, to to some degree. And it was uh, kind of overwhelming, but um, very nice to, to, to hear so much positive feedback about what we tried to build over the last five years.
0: Well, you guys did a great job with it, and I think they'd be, they'd be really silly to not try to at least give you an offer to come along and, and see what you got over on the new broadcast, new station. Uh, and the door's always open here. I know we, uh, we don't have any lucrative deals as far as sponsorship's concerned, <laughs> but if you ever want to sit here and chat with the fans and take calls, you know, you're more than welcome to come out to Long Island, and uh, the floor will be yours.
4: Yeah, man. Oh, I appreciate that. I grew up in Suffolk, so, you know, get me back out on Long Island. It'll be fun.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> all right, man. So all the best. Uh, you know, finish strong, just like the Mets, and uh, I'm looking forward to see what's next for you.
4: Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, worst comes to worst, I'll, I'll be hanging out with the seven-line seats <laughs> and finally get a chance to do that. So uh, always, always on the bright side. Thanks, guys. Appreciate right, you having me. All right,
0: Pete. Thanks. Thanks, Pete. Pete's the best, and I've definitely been listening to him more often than I did when I lived in Queens. Because now, when I'm leaving a game, I got to sit on the Long Island Expressway all the way back out to Suffolk County, and he pops on right over right after the post game. But Pete's great. I'm sure he won't be, uh, you know, homeless for long as far as a job is concerned. But. Definitely looking forward to see what's next for Pete. So I put up a hypothetical question yesterday, Mister G. Money. Yeah. Did you happen to see it? I did. I voted. Uh, you did vote. So yeah. let me pull this up here for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. It was a hypothetical question about next Saturday at City Field because you know that David Wright has some magic left in that bat, and I think that the man is going to go yard once he gets back in the batter's box at City Field, which might be a far-fetched. Hope, but uh, stranger things have happened. So the question was: You catch David Wright's home run on nine twenty nine? Tough question. Do you? A. Keep it. B. Sell it. C. Give it back to David. And I wrote tough question because you really never know what the hell you're right. going to do until this actually happens to you. I voted on give it back. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm not in debt. And I can't answer for someone who is. So I saw a story that came out last night. This lawyer is in like five hundred thousand dollars worth of debt, and uh, after his schooling, you know, and he's in debt and yada yada. So for this guy, if this guy catches the ball, his answer is different than than someone else. So uh, six thousand four hundred eleven people voted so far. Give it back to David is the clear winner so far with eighty five percent. Sell it seven percent. Keep it eight percent. What did you vote? I voted that I give it back to him, but. Kind of like if you could I should have that. had four, I should have had four options. The well, fourth should have been keep it, sell it, give it back to David, sell it back to David, or give it back to David for some type of yeah. compensation. Because everyone that replied, like, yeah, I'll give it back, but I want a jersey or something.
1: Right? I, I, yeah, I, I would want to at least meet him or give it to him in person. You know, I, I, I would give it back to him. I know that's something that he would want and he would probably cherish, but. Uh, I'd want to meet him and maybe get a jersey out of it. I'm sure you would. That and right, like or sign. It always happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, but ultimately, again, and I can't speak for anyone that would have other financial motives, but. Again, I I would give it back. It's a really
0: really tough question because you really have absolutely no idea what you would do until you get it. But I wrote a little blog piece about it because I kind of broke it down a little bit on the the whole thoughts behind the whole thing. It is a severe hypothetical here because who knows if it's going to happen. But I am going to bring a glove because we are in home run territory. That would be a fucking shot for him. (laughs) dead center, like kind of almost like right dead center uh, in section 142. That's where we're going to be that day. But um, if you remember, in 2007, A-Rod hit his 500th home run at Yankee Stadium. And this kid caught it. I say he's a kid, but he's like late 20s, whatever. At the time, he was making $30,000 a year at his job. He held on to it and sold it for 100000 in 2010. Uh-huh. So he made over three years' pay in taxes and shit, three years' pay to go to one baseball game and catch a ball. And... You know, good on him because whatever, you know, it wasn't A-Rod's last home run. He had 600 and whatever. But for him, he made 100 grand off of it. Um, There were a bunch of responses here. Julia, who is one of the biggest Dave Wright fans I know, she wrote, this is only a tough question if you're a blatant douchebag. (laughs) Um, This guy Hamilton (laughs) had a had a nice point here uh, at Mr. Socktober. I always found it funny that baseball organizations and players always say it's a business and make decisions accordingly. But as soon as a fan gets something of value, they're expected to, quote unquote, do the right thing which you that's know that makes too. a whole yeah. lot of fair sense point. that's yep. a very fair point very. because a lot of times like you know what it's it's not it's not personal I loved my time in DC but this is Harper talking I loved my time in DC uh, you know the fans embraced me the the I was the face of the franchise but the Yankees are gonna pay me a boatload of money so yeah. fuck you guys you know same same general idea um, although David Wright has never done that David Wright's always been a very team oriented guy he bleeds right. orange and or blue he's crying there at the press conference last week oh my, God. my heart, heart goes out for him but so he was crying circumstances yeah are definitely different <laughs> but uh, i do understand you know some people having stronger feelings than others uh the reason that i brought up that whole boston thing before mm-hmm. we went live yeah this is a similar scenario so i'm going to play a video here not similar because i really think these i guys not stole seen this, it right no i don't think I you've seen, seen it okay have listen I to this it? i don't know yeah. now
3: we have our coffee Driving on McGrath Highway in Somerville, and I noticed a couple cars swinging, like moving to the right, and we seen something in the street. And he's like, Louie, what is that? What is?" I'm like, "I don't know. I don't. What is it?" So I ran across the highway to grab it. We brought it in the car. We had no idea what it was. Right here, Boston. Wrapped up in a a brown paper bag. Number one, Boston. First thing I said, "This belongs to the Red Sox. This is for Fenway Park." (laughs) Yeah. Like how do we have this? Like nobody made this. This belongs to the pack. I'm thinking that they hang it off the green monster. Yeah. We wanna give it back to them because it belongs to them and it yeah. doesn't belong to us. Yep. But in in reciprocation we would like, you know, maybe to go yeah. to a nice playoff game. Or yes. We are looking for something. We just don't want to hand it over to them. Right? <laughs> we, oh, them. we need to negotiate here. We want yeah. to, we're want. we looking for, yes. like, you know. We're working, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my man had to run across three lanes. Killing me. We know that that's the original one. We were told there was only one mate. Yeah, we were told there was only one so band of mate. So at that, that point, that tells us. But then they told us they had a duplicate. <laughs> so if we try to put a duplicate up, you yep. best believe we're gonna show up and say We have the right one. That's not the yep. right that's not the original. So we're hoping that they don't make one and they and they put the right one up. We're hoping they do the right thing. Yep. You know, we did the right thing. We could have kept it, we could've put it on eBay, <laughs> we could've you know, we got connections where we could have reached out to other no sources. <laughs> 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 was the red side. Wanna see them win and we want this banner
0: to go back on Lansdowne Street or wherever it belongs. So uh, very I similar said. situation here, but those Jabronis <laughs> definitely fucking um, stole that thing. Yeah. But so uh <laughs> word on the street is me. I was I was yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got connections. Uh, we'll sell <laughs> sure. it. Like, all right, dude. Do your pop. Um <laughs> those guys are straight out of the departed. Yeah. But it was funny, someone wrote, um it started off as Shit, I, I don't want to butcher it. I'll look at the tweet and retweet it later. But the uh, those two guys, they they somehow got their hands on the 2018 AL East championship banner which hasn't even happened yet i mean if they win tonight i think they clinch i'm a big red sox fan now by the way um <laughs> the they ended up giving it back for nothing so they they kind of they yeah they tried uh. to like strong arm the team into giving them some free shit but i guess because they probably knew they stole it and they're like all right now we're getting so much attention on this yeah and i'm just assuming they stole it if they didn't you know Whatever. Good, good, good job running across the highway to get a bag that you didn't even know what was in it. Who the fuck would do that, by the way? You know how many times you drive past trash on the highway and like, whoa, got to like get out. Let me swerve out of the way. And then like, by the way, let me go check and see what's in that bag. I would
2: never do that. Because it's a lie.
0: It's a lie. Right.
1: You're right. I think you're right. They stole. I think I think they're uh, they're in on it. They definitely stole it. (laughs) All right. So
0: uh, give us a call. 631-388-5195. We also have to play What's in the Box, our weekly show, our weekly game show where we give away some free stuff to anyone who wants to just tell us one, two, three or four. It's the easiest game you've ever played. Uh, We were in Boston. Now to segue from that little video to our trip to Boston last week, which was phenomenal. I've been to Fenway a few times. I've never been there with this many people. Clearly, it's a quite different experience when you roll with 1,600 rather than five. Um, I went in 2009. I was there for the Omir Santos walk-off. Not walk-off, but home run against Papelbon. And then this past weekend, we were there with 1,629. You were one of them. It was wild. Was that your first away game with us? Uh, no, I went to um, we went to St. Louis last year. Oh yeah, uh, yeah and then yeah, I've yeah. done
1: some of the Bronx invasions. Too. Right, 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 I don't know; those aren't away. Are right, they? those
0: yeah, it's it, it's cl- it's in New York, not. so technically no. Yeah. But yeah, um, you know, with this experience, it's funny. I was talking to someone about it this morning. And they said, "Wow, it looked so outrageous there. It seemed fun. Yeah. What was the vibe like?" And we lost. The Mets only had two hits. Granted, one of them were, was a home run. Right, but it it didn't feel like that. It felt like the whole time we were buzzing. It was great. Yeah, I mean, I mean when when Nimo hit
1: that homer forgot I was we were the away team you know it was just wild to be there with so many fans everyone was just having a good time uh, it was great. It Honestly, was awesome. And the parade, I mean, the parade was sick. The parade was nuts. I didn't see the San Diego parade. I know that one's you know legendary, but I mean, you know, what's I don't weird? think I'll see. I don't think I'll see this top. A lot and, of know, people
0: said that uh, you know Arizona was a great parade too, but like the city of Arizona is kind of desolate. Where yeah. we were walking from the bar to the to the ballpark, uh, this is a real city. So I was very nervous about this parade to be honest, yeah. because when we left our hotel in the morning, Kelly and I was like, I, I had butterflies in my stomach. I was kind of like felt like I had a knot in my in my throat. And uh, because I was pretty nervous, like the the city streets of Boston are not like Arizona or San Diego. It's quite different. So I thought there was going to be some issues. I do a little speech before we leave the the bars. That was great. I'm telling rallying the truth. That was good. I was telling everyone, listen, guys, you know, the Red Sox know we're coming. The Red Sox PD does not know we're coming. So (laughs) if you know, if the cops say get out of the street, don't be a dummy and get arrested. So uh, luckily there was no. There was no conflict. Nobody was booing us. Nobody was honking their horns at us. People were honking no, along. people were honking from the Mass for, for Pike. For us. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was great. Like beeping like, yeah, like the, the truck drivers. But yeah. no one was like, get the fuck out of the road. Like everyone was being pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, we got to the ballpark. Everyone got in without without any, any trouble. And it was a great time. But um, in general, I've been now to almost every ballpark in the NL. I only have – I've been to Cincinnati. The group hasn't. I've never been to LA. So mm. I've been everywhere. Uh, in the American League, all the American League East, and I've also been to Kansas City. But besides Fenway, Wrigley's got to be up there as well. I think the atmosphere around Wrigley, Wrigley I think is better Wrigley than Wrigleyville's Fenway. Amazing. Wrigleyville's amazing. Because Wrigleyville's, hands down, the yeah, best. Absolutely. Um, I'd agree. But besides that, I mean, it, it was just an unbelievable experience, and everyone sang singing along with uh, uh, Sweet Caroline. Yeah. That Did, were, was awesome. Were you there when Salazar broke out his... Um, harmonica and he started the uh billy joel song like to do it
1: yeah i heard i did hear us singing that. so we started doing that and
0: it's it was just an organic great experience but before i move on on this topic how much money did you have on your concession credit i had the full full what? i had the full 40 okay well guess what uh hold on let me uh, before i move on let me ask lizzie how much did you have on your concession credit
2: Forty? Are you really? Yeah, I told you. Are you, you that. serious? Forty? Yeah, forty. Okay,
0: so for whatever reason, the, the Red Sox don't know this, I don't think, but out of the sixteen hundred and twenty-nine people, <laughs> I think like four hundred people had eighty bucks on their tickets. Really? So I go up and I get one round and uh, two beers and something, and the lady's like, "Yeah, you have sixty bucks left." I'm like, "What?" I was like, "Thanks." Like, how does that? How does that happen? So at the end of the night, I was going down to the to the guys that had just the draft beers next to the men's rooms and they were telling me the guy's like wow how do you guys have so much concession credit I'm here I'm like I don't know why we have so much left he's like some of your crew had a hundred bucks each on per ticket ticket." so it was it was really freaking hot Kelly was barely drinking she had like one Uh, drink I spent our 160 bucks on beer and I had a pretzel so I had a pretzel (laughs) and like a million beers enjoyed the day um John Henry came over
2: Andrew like, and I had forty each. We yeah, didn't even go through. I want through. the, well, the one hundred deal so, here. You guys, I was so hungover. <laughs>
0: Kelly I, started buying waters for people. Yeah, like we just were what trying we did to spend at
2: the end it too. I, I bought a, a ton of waters and I was just handing them out. Yeah, we what started. Else are you we do? started
1: with beer and ended up just pounding water. By so yeah. seventh, <laughs> seventh through the ninth inning. <laughs>
0: the, the Kings, uh, Kings night, whatever they call it, Kings entertainment. Besides them filling up to capacity rather quickly. Um, I was wondering where Lizzie was. And the next, when we got here on Monday, I'm like, why did you miss the parade? You didn't miss the parade. Oh, but I you, saw you at the parade. She I missed, was definitely you weren't at, k- you at you the parade. You weren't at King's. Okay, so this She's is like, what
2: happened. We, I woke some up in hippie,
0: ho- hold on. Before you tell the story, some hippie lady in the hotel put I'll like... I'll
2: tell you everything about it.
0: Okay, oil on her and she threw up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to hear this
1: story now.
0: <laughs> All right, so. do the condensed version because we got a video to
1: play.
2: Okay. Woke up in the morning. Everybody.
0: Everybody. Let <laughs> 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 me get some oil. I <laughs> got <laughs> <laughs>
1: It
2: did not go like that, and I think she's watching, or at least one of them's watching. Um. I woke up in the morning. We went on the tour. I woke up totally fine. Andrew, on the other hand, was dying. We were supposed to go on the tour together. He didn't go. I ended up going by myself. I was totally fine walking around like having a good time. I come back to the hotel. Andrew and Ivory are still like passed out. Andrew's like, oh, my God, I was dying, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, whatever. He's like, I need some caffeine. I'm like, okay. So I started making my way back down to the Starbucks that was downstairs. And once I get downstairs, I was like, uh, <laughs> what the fuck Was not feeling well On the way down In the elevator I meet three people Two women One man One man He. They were saying Oh it's too bad You don't have the outing shirt So I chimed in I was like Why don't you have the outing shirt He said Oh um, we ordered the wrong size for him He got a women's Instead of a men's And I was like You know what I have an extra one I'll give it to Look you Look at that That's yeah. nice so they followed me to starbucks paid for my starbucks on the way up i started i do this like coughing gag thing so i started doing that and she's like oh you're gonna throw up i was like no no i'm fine fine get back to the room you
0: skipped the part where she put oil on wait Uh. get back to
2: the room (laughs) get back to the room look for the t-shirt can't find the t-shirt andrew ended up giving it to our friend. In the meantime, while I was at the tour, and she's like, oh, do you want me to put peppermint oil on you? Because I believe in oils. I have it at home. Peppermint peppermint, uh, takes away your nausea.
0: Apparently. And
2: I was like, sure. So she's like, all right, take off your glasses. I take off my glasses. She puts it like massages my face with it she's a massage therapist thank god she wasn't just like some loony putting shit on me she and she put it all over my face and like on the back of my head and afterwards i was like dizzy i said holy shit andrew's (laughs) gonna love this please do it to him so he comes out in in his in his boxers she does it to him he's like (laughs) and i get back into the room and i was like smelling this peppermint which normally is wonderful like i'll smell it now and it'll be awesome but i i ended up hacking my brains out Uh. not only that i like had to take a nap and she's like, let's go. Let's go. Now he's already outing day. Get um, with yeah. it. Yeah. So then I'm like, let's just make our way over there. I'll get some like fries or something on the way there. Did not eat anything. Now I'm like starving and shaking. Can't get into Kings going around looking for stuff. Couldn't get in. And then we started marching and I start, I marched into the ballpark. Yeah, once
0: you get the breath like the breath of fresh air and the breeze hits you and you start walking with the crew, I feel like yeah, all worries like- go to the wayside. But let's get uh we got a phone call here. We got Sharon in the Bronx. What's up, Sharon? Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? We're all right. So Good. what's going on? What do you want to talk about?
5: Nothing. I was actually just talking to Liz saying that I love your show and mm-hmm. I love G, Nikki G Money. Oh, and thank you. And I'm from Queens. Thank you. Is this a family, family from- member?
1: No. No. No.
5: no. <laughs> I'm no, actually from pay. Queens, born and raised, but I'm living now in the Bronx, so you can Imagine the crap that I got to go through yeah. on a daily basis when I wear my Mets outfit and the stuff oh, in my arm. You're brave.
1: Stuff. You're brave to, <laughs> to do that.
5: I take the four chain, the six chain with my Mets. I always get those dirty looks, but, wow. you know, typical Yankee fan. Sorry I said that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, i really, really enjoying this whole thing. And I'm just so happy that the Mets are actually doing what we were waiting for.
0: Yeah, I mean, the only thing you could do is if, uh, is embrace the current and look forward to the future, and hopefully next year uh, there's brighter days ahead. Because this year is, you know, even though they're ending on somewhat of a positive note, it is going to be sad to see David Wright end his career and also um, not make the playoffs now for you know a couple of years now in a row, but. Uh, I expect that tonight, if the Red Sox win, I would like you to run up and down the streets of the Bronx with a <laughs> with a big middle finger in the air for the Yankees. all right?
5: Oh, oh, will I? No, I scream. My actually, my my bedroom is a met everything.
0: Awesome. It's orange and blue. Well, listen, when the so- when the Sox win tonight, I want you to go outside with a pot and pan and start chanting, "Let's go Red Sox!" and uh, You ever see
5: this? (laughs) Or Yankee Suck, either or, one of them.
2: Did did you ever
0: see the scene in uh, Coming to America when uh, Akeem or whatever his name is is out out front singing and everyone's like, shut up! And they're like throwing stuff. that's going to be me. I want that to be you tonight, all right? (laughs) Perfect.
5: Thank you. All right, thanks, Sharon. It's a pleasure. Have a good one. Bye.
0: So we we didn't discuss uh, a few things that happened during the outing because I want to play this video um, Max and uh, Avery Max Fucci I think his name F-U-C-C-I Jono couldn't make it He had a wedding to go to So Jono sent a couple of guys in his place They did a great job They documented the day And uh, let's watch this video And chat about it in just a second A
3: quick Wikipedia
0: check tells me that The
3: Red Sox started playing At Fenway Park in 1912
0: Well It's 2018 and we have never seen something like this in the history of the world. Say that he's never seen anything like this before. Unbelievable. Great time though. Look around, a lot of smiling faces. Mets had no hopes of making the playoffs
1: this year, but over 1,600 Mets fans came out to cheer on their team,
0: support the players. That's a win in my book. So it's a loss in the column, but a win as far as the community is concerned. Sorry, my mic was off for a second. So, great job by the team. Uh, DRB Films, that's uh, Jono's company there. So, he sent his boys there to document the day. And that is actually the condensed version. That's a three-minute version. I think there's a, a five-minute version. I got that at, like, 12, 15 what time is it now like an hour like an hour and a half ago is when he sent it over just in time for the show so shout out to Jono for coming down uh at crunch time right before the show started but uh how cool is that John Henry coming over to check out the section if you if you couldn't hear on the video there um he was looking around just wondering how this happened and how it started and why we were there and he ended up popping up the other entrance like one one like tunnel next to where I was sitting and everyone's like, yo, Darren, come here, come here. And I was like, what? Like, what do you, what do you guys want? I didn't realize what was going on. And I peep over and it's him. Uh, he wanted to chat to, like whoever started this thing. So I go over there and, and, um, you know, it was kind of a blur because I was kind of caught off guard. It's rare that you're talking to like a billionaire that <laughs> yeah. wants to know like what you what's going on and why it happened and what's going on. But super, super cool. And the Red Sox continue to surprise me yesterday. They sent over a photo of the section, uh, not of the section of the, um. The marquee or whatever you want to call it of uh, let me pull it up here so people know I'm talking about the scoreboard. So they do a welcome uh, welcome to specific groups throughout the day. And we were having so much fun. I actually totally missed this. Let me pull it up here on the screen. Um, there you go. So Boston Red Sox welcome the Seven Line Army to Fenway. They mailed over this photo. I absolutely need to make a big poster of that for somewhere here in the, in, the, in the studio. But Red Sox went above and beyond. Like many have noted, they don't need any help selling tickets. Right, they would have sold these tickets anyway. They they did. Bend over backwards for us, uh, not really bend over backwards, but they gave us a great deal—the concession credit. Uh, shout out for the eighty extra, forty <laughs> extra dollars, but concession credit, some, ticket to the some game. Of us. And it was one hundred thirty-seven bucks. You know, it's a great deal. Great ballpark, great city, great fans, great employees. Good luck to them in the in in the uh, playoffs. But I think all in all, it was up there with one of the best outings, even though the Mets lost. I agree. And I, I already too. emailed the rep. And I'm like, listen, in eight years, whenever they whenever the Mets come back, uh, I definitely want to set up another outing. So if you missed this one and you watched on TV or you heard Gary call us an enormous group of Mets, whatever the hell he said, or
2: uh oh, yeah. <laughs> Keith that that just makes Keith me so it pisses me off. We're not gonna discuss all that. the time. Keith shouted
0: us out. Yeah, she he did, Keith, Keith did. Keith he did. Keith did. I was uh, throwing a little jab there. But um yeah, whatever. If you missed this one uh we will be back in eight Oof. years or so whenever that whenever that may be Let's i do
2: i do want to add one thing okay. about boston go ahead i had so many people like a lot usually i get like one or two but i had a lot of people come up to me and say thank you for all the hard work that i did i guess i made you like, did do a lot of work i did do a lot of work and i complained about it on twitter once which i don't normally do but i was like stop Freaking emailing me. So I guess people understood that there was a lot of hard work that. Well, was you entailed. know why it
0: was more than, than usual? Because we did the pre-sale, did the pre-sale for the, sale, the season ticket we members. We promised
2: people that they were going to sit with their friends. And, and I said that I was going to try my best. And I did. I really tried my best. And a lot of people appreciated it. And them coming to me and saying thank you really meant a lot to me. So you're welcome. And thank you.
1: Well, cheers to Lizzie. For yeah. cheers. The hard work. cheers. 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 Excellent.
0: And that's Come what up. I was getting at. An enormous contingent of Mets fans is our new hashtag. Yeah. When we're on the road Because that was from the broadcast I thought it but, was
1: funny too There were tweets going around I think talking about Like how the Astros showed out I think the previous oh, yeah, series. yeah, yeah and It's yeah, like yeah. Oh I don't know If they're ready what for are
0: the, that, One right? of the writers That covers the Red Sox Wrote something last week and Like Wow a gigantic I've never seen This many opposing yeah. fans At the ballpark before And it was like A hundred Astros fans I was like Well, well yeah, lady Wait till next week Check out this one Yeah Alright let's get to the phones We got Danny In uh, BK What's up Danny
6: Hey, what's going on, guys, man?
0: Hey, Danny. We're just chilling. What do you got going on?
6: All right, man. I'm just chilling as well. So I've got a hypothetical question for you guys. I did a little research this afternoon, and I found out that uh, the largest, like, standing ovation a player got was uh, Cal Ripken when he hit that streak in, like, 96, 97. Uh-huh. It was 20, 22 minutes long. What do you think uh, over, under on that for David Wright would be? Let's say his first hat, Brad, or if he like hit a home run as last said, you think we can get
0: over 22 minutes from him? I don't think so. I don't really know what the process is going to be with this. We're going to be at the game and I'm not really sure what's going on as far as like a pregame ceremony, during the game ceremony. I don't know if they're going to stop play yeah. for him to do his rounds or if it's going to be like an after the game type thing, but uh, I don't think it's going to be quite that long. I don't really know. I don't I don't know what it's going to be
1: like. Yeah, If I'm a betting man and I have been before, uh, I'll take the under on that one. <laughs>
6: Take the, uh, yeah, I could take the under. I'll take the under too, under. but I'm hoping slightly under only. You know, we got to give him a proper goodbye.
0: Well, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if he's playing the whole game. I don't know if they're going to put him out there and have him do one at bat. I don't know if he's going to take three at bats. I personally would hope that he would have more than one crack to go out on a high note. Uh, I certainly don't want the opposing pitcher just to groove him one but let you know if this if Dave Wright gets a hit as his last at bat and the place goes nuts and that would be great that would be a fitting ending to the man's shortened injury shortened career um, but I don't know well I guess we'll see we'll see in a little over a week now I feel like if you' uh, if you
1: really want to mess with Vegas. You take that he's going to go into pitch because well, it's the year of it's the year of position players pitching, <laughs> yeah. and then someone and then uh, they relieve him from
0: the mound. That would get that would be real real weird, huh? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Are you going to actually are you going to be out there for the game, Danny? I
6: will. We spoke we last week, and I talked about being there on Brian to take it for Sunday only, but I also got to take it for Saturday as well. Nice. Just because I don't want to miss none of that, and I'll be at DC next week or this week as well. So I'll see you guys down
1: there.
0: All right. Cool. Cool. All right, man, thanks for the All call.
1: Man. See you
0: later. later. Take care. Yeah, it's impossible to speculate what the hell they're going to do. Um, you know, what was it? When uh, Mariano retired, they had, like, the players go out to pull him from the mound. <laughs> that's what made me think of having, you know, the yeah. <laughs> right pitch and have Which the Which I don't even know if that's out. technically legal. Like, I don't know if there's MLB rules or, against that. Um, we didn't talk about this last week. I don't know if it even happened before last week's show. But did you see, oh, it was last weekend, Frazier hit the walk-off home run last thursday during the doubleheader and the umpire was standing on the plate no i didn't see that That, no that
1: was that was the day game right
0: it was this it was the first game of the doubleheader last week yeah so let me pull it up quick because this is i've never seen this happen in the history of baseball i've watched a lot of baseball um well fraser obviously has his his beef (laughs) with (laughs) the umpires look at this Unbelievable! So normally That's the him. umpire has to be close enough to see that they touch on play, right. and then they walk away. The, the, the team celebrates, they throw their seeds and whatever. Um, he stood on the plate, and Fraser had to like stand between his feet to touch the plate, and gave him a little like chest bump on the way. That seems intentional. Like I know, I know he has called him out for how they're calling
1: balls and strikes this year. But, but you it,
0: never want to, like, as an umpire, you don't make the game about yourself. And this is totally making the game about yeah, yourself. Absolutely, that's that's weird. Yeah, a little weird, and then actually. in the second game, there was a close play, like a bang bang play at first, and Mickey didn't even bother challenging it because, like, he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt here. Right. He's not in. He's not on the good side of the umpires right now. But I don't know if any action was taken against this umpire. But that is unbelievable and and highly uncalled for. You know, it, the man can express his distaste for calls, right. but for an umpire to then do this on yeah, the field is uncalled for. It's not a good look. Uh, horrible. And, and look. For uh, I don't know his name, but horrible. Yeah, as
1: for as much as the players get held accountable, if you know, and maybe we don't hear about it, but I feel before like, you go to robots, you know, yeah, you and gotta, no more umpires. You got to hold these guys accountable too if they do stuff like that. Uh, you know, it's a, it can't be a double standard absolutely i
2: watched that game and i was like um what i didn't see that <laughs> I, didn't. I, I didn't see it. i rewinded it to show andrew like look look what just happened and he was like what yeah. like, bizarre
0: i've never seen that in yeah. the history of baseball yeah. and a lot of many others haven't as well and i, I don't know i don't know it's how a, he gets away with something like like. A great, yeah, uh, i agree that that he shows a great like
1: caption this you know
0: yeah like uh all right blue yeah. move out of the way we got to celebrate all right let's get to mindy thoughts on boston what's up mindy Hey, Darren, how you doing? We're doing. How's it going? Did you take the bus up? What? Did you take the bus up from City Field?
7: Yes, and that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about.
0: Good, because I have no idea how it went, because that's okay. the first time we have ever planned a bus trip that I wasn't on.
7: Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, I, I have you on the phone, and I'm listening on my phone. Yeah, you got to gotta so turn have,
0: that off. I feel like yeah, Francesa um, now. i got to tell you to lower your uh, radio in the back.
7: Yeah, and I walked out of that room where it's on. Um, yes, I did. I took it from City Field, and, uh, the bus driver made two stops, but we did make it, I think it was about five and a half hours.
0: Okay. What time, so what time did you guys get there? Enough time to hang out a little before the game?
7: Uh, we had some time to hang out. Um, I didn't get into King's, but we went to, uh, another bar nearby. Nice. Uh, and, uh, for a little while, and then I wanted to get into the parade, so, uh, Went over back to uh, – met you on the way of uh, with the parade. Cool, cool. And uh, it was an amazing time. I felt so welcome there, and it, it really was uh, such a good experience. But I wanted to make a comment because some people I know said, you went all the way to Boston and the Mets lost. Yeah. And I left and said, but that's not all of it. It's the camaraderie, exactly. and 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 that's the major part of it. And for all the hard work that you and Lizzie and everyone else put into it, including getting the bus, because I really appreciated that, because I don't know if I would have made it there if it wasn't for that bus. Um, so thank thank you. you.
0: But yeah, and I was actually, when I woke up on Saturday morning, I was pretty nervous about the whole bus experience because I wasn't on it. And if anything usually goes wrong, I have the phone numbers for the bus driver and I try to organize and stay on top of that as much as I can. But being in Boston, I I was kind of, uh, left out. I was in the dark of what was going on with you guys, but I'm glad you made it. And after the game, I was also nervous on that because, Usually meet, like setting up a meeting location is pretty difficult, and in a city that's kind of congested and the roads are kind of small over there near the ballpark, I was concerned that you guys weren't going to be able to find the bus, but my phone wasn't blowing up and I got not even one angry email, so <laughs> I, I know you guys got home okay. Success. No, I
7: wasn't angry at all. I actually took pictures of the street signs where the bus dropped us off.
0: So. You're, you're a smart one. You're a smart cookie, Mindy. <laughs>
7: <laughs> so I knew but uh, so, <laughs> so I want to thank you again and uh, all the 7 line friends that I've made and uh, it was just a wonderful experience and of course Boston welcoming us like that uh feeling I haven't gotten from other stadiums uh you know Yeah
0: but, I, I, I think that
7: we've been to I won't I don't think I have to mention
0: Yeah I don't want to speak talking. for you or anybody else but I think <laughs> that the Red Sox definitely made a lot of fans uh, this past weekend, and you know, Yankees rivalry aside, of Mets fans and Yankees fans just not liking each other. I've right. never really felt as welcomed as we were up in Boston. I mean, we've had some great, great experiences. Yeah. Colorado was great. I always talk about how nice the Colorado staff was. They're probably stoned, but uh, <laughs> you know, we we've been treated very well on the road. But I also have some roots up in that area. My 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 uh, my grandfather worked at at Shea. His father worked at Fenway. So there is a lot of roots. Uh, in the family, and I'll have a lot of family members who are Red Sox fans. So I think I'm officially declaring myself. I hate the people <laughs> that be like, oh, I like two teams. Uh, but if, if I had to pick an AL team, I think I'm going to ride or die with the Red Sox from now on. So um,
7: I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> I totally understand that. And I'll let you go, but thanks again. And uh, I'm looking forward to and thank you again uh, for everything you did. And uh, looking forward to seeing you.
0: Awesome, Mindy. Thanks uh, I, for the call. I'm,
7: For the David Wright return. Take care. Absolutely. Bye, Mindy. See ya. Okay, bye.
0: I don't know if we really said this in the beginning because I'm all confused now on, on this whole share things. I forgot to do it completely two weeks ago. But if you would like to win some free stuff from <laughs> the Cyclones, you still have time. The Cyclones mailed us a whole bunch of free stuff. This is the last week we're giving away free things um, from the Cyclones. Next week it's going to be back to gift cards probably. We will be doing our show live from the Clifton in Patchogue. But if you do share the show right now, if you're watching on Periscope Twitter – Retweet if I mean retweet if you're watching on Periscope or Twitter. Share the show if you're watching on Facebook. If you're listening afterwards on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, all that stuff. Appreciate your downloads. Rate, rate, and subscribe. And check back each Friday morning during the season for a new episode, or even Thursday night depends on how quickly Keith Blacknick gets it up. Um, next person to get through will play what's in the box. But before that, I do want to talk about the pregame this Saturday in DC. We will be at the bullpen, which is pretty much the only bar in town. There are other places like Hooters and places like that. But as far as our group is concerned, with it being a 1,000 people... Uh, we can't really fit. What? What's wrong with Hooters?
2: G-Money makes really great facial Oh, dude? Hooters. Hooters, yeah. <laughs> Hooters. Why not?
0: Hooters, yeah. Try the wings. The Check good, out w- some good booms. wings. Yeah. All right, so pregame. I'm
2: having a good time just staring at Nikki G-Money. <laughs>
0: pregame at the bullpen. You can't miss it. The whole place is made of storage containers. Uh, the walls are storage containers. And uh, we usually rock the place for a few hours, and then we walk over to the game. Um, we will be wearing our... What does it say? Roll deep in D.C. This is Correct. the makeup game from April. So back when we planned this this trip in, for April, we thought that we'd be heading down there. Unfortunately, there was a uh, blizzard on the way to the tri-state area and also down in D.C. So a few days prior to the outing, we decided to cancel it because the Nationals gave us pretty much two options. Either roll with it, and even if it gets pushed the day of the game, we would have been probably pushed to like a double header the next day, which is tough because you can't expect everyone who had plans could then go the next day. Uh, the only other option was cancel it completely, get re- tickets reissued for September. So my reasoning was, all right, Mets are hopefully going to be playing well. Nationals yeah. are going to be playing well. You want Tomorrow could have been like a clinching day for the Mets or a, a game that really, really matters in the yeah. NL East. And clearly we know, I said tomorrow, but Saturday, clearly we know that's not the case. So my reasoning was that, Almost everyone was able to make the makeup game. We did sell like 200 extra tickets or whatever for people who needed refunds. But this Saturday should be a good time. The last last time we were down there last year, Mets won. It's always the icing on the cake to travel back to New York on the bus after a nice victory. But um, you're not coming this Saturday, right? I'm
1: not. No, I um I got a bachelor party. Oh, I got, I got like the, poor you. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got like it's like the season of bachelor parties. I got I've had like five or six this. Does year. the
0: uh, does the groom know there's a bachelor party? He does. All right. I was he gonna does. say, if he's yeah, watching yeah. this and you're like, "Oh nah, shit," nah, no this surprise, no surprise. What are you guys doing?
1: Uh, heading to the Poconos. Um, just gonna just you know play some golf, uh, paintballing. Um, All right, be a so big old
0: big old dude fest. Later on, when we turn the show <laughs> off, you can tell me what you're really <laughs> doing Yeah. because yeah, no. that's like <laughs> Hi- um, hide and seek in the forest. the hangover. Yeah, no, like, no, honey, we're going to Napa. We're gonna be wine tasting, and then they have like yeah. the most fucking crazy weekend ever. Uh, so yeah, paintball. Yeah, can sure. Say something
2: about DC. Yeah, sure. So, DC, your tickets were reprinted and I sent you. Printed,
0: printed. Are reprint- you drunk?
2: No, reprinted. And Pinted. Reprinted. 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 And they were sent to your address. If you haven't received them, you will not be in the ballpark on Saturday. So you have to email me like ASAP. Right. So that I can have your tickets. Your reprinted. initial tickets
0: are now void. Correct. If you didn't Mail them back to us. That means that you got a reissued set of tickets. Make sure you bring the right ones. If it says April, you're not going to get in the ballpark. Right. And also don't forget. That you have a fifteen dollar concession credit on your ticket, maybe more, maybe yeah, more, you if, have more. If more, uh, if uh, <laughs> the Nationals don't have their shit together, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's going to be fifteen. We've been there every year, and they've never screwed up yet. So hopefully they do this time. But uh, fifteen bucks concession credit, good for anything in the ballpark. Just they scan your barcode, and then it's a running um, running tab, I guess, until you zero out. Uh, don't forget to use it because it doesn't. It doesn't transfer over to any game following. So, DC this weekend should be a fun time. Let's play What's in the Box. You still have time to win some free stuff from the Cyclones. Share the show right now if you're watching live, and you will be put into the uh, running to win the free stuff. So, let's get to Joe in New Jersey. What's Here up, Joe? Go. Yo, Darren,
6: how you, are you, man?
0: You, <laughs> you. you. Yo! 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 Oh. Oh hey, hey. hey. Ah. Uh. What's up, John? How Joe? you doing? Budweiser. All
3: right,
1: go, Joe, what's what up? What are we doing again?
6: <laughs> Listen, I just ah. got I to I say something here. Right, I got to say something here. Well, I was up, uh, wife and the child and I were up in Boston over uh, over the weekend with you guys. Let me tell you something. This is the first time I've been uh, I've been to an away game officially with you guys. Uh, I don't count Yankee Stadium, but uh, it was it was a great time the parade was freaking epic i've got to tell you something we we rushed to the Kings to get to the parade and uh, you, you my friend are the general of the seven line army and i got to tell you that right off the bat it was it was. Awful. Someone might disagree with. Yeah, that. there is a there is a general. It says it on his
0: back, so I can't take the general name. Maybe lieutenant or something. If I have to have any type of title, but I appreciate the kudos, Joe. Um, we just try to have a fun time, and I, I like that you said. You know, you had a great time on the road game, and I feel like a lot of people that watch the show or listen to us or or they hear the hear us say that it's one thing, but when it comes from a fan's mouth, it means a lot more. So thank you for that.
6: Oh, thank you. And you know something, i got to thank you for putting everything together. I was fortunate enough, Sunday morning, got to meet your charming mother over at the Starbucks. In the oh, hotel. Wow, how about that?
0: Awesome. So, awesome. Uh,
6: yeah, we're there because my, my 11-year-old slept in the shirt. He didn't want to <laughs> take the shirt <laughs> off. <Aww. laughs> so That's she, awesome. Your mom is looking at, oh, you guys were at the game yesterday. And we said, yeah. And I said, well, my son is the one that puts it together. She, oh, you're Darren's mom. What a great job. <laughs> and what a great thing he did bringing everybody together, and I, I don't know if, if you get enough credit for that, but it was it's something else. It is something, something else. I can't wait for Chicago next year, man. I'm telling
7: Woo-hoo!
0: you that way. Chicago's going to be sick, and uh, I'm not exactly sure how many tickets they are going to offer us, but as many as they offer, I'm going to buy them and hopefully, hopefully, I'm not shooting myself in the foot here. But I don't know how many tickets they have in the bleachers in entirety. But if they give me access to all of them, I will buy all of them. So we'll see. But um, listen, first things first, we want to give you some free stuff. So one, two, three, or four—whatever's in the box—you get to keep. So uh, why don't you fire off a number for us?
6: Okay, let's go with uh, let's go with um, let's go with number one.
0: Number one, number one. Let's see what you got. Nikki G Money is going to open the box here. What's in the? Box? Did you, send, box. did you send your address to us?
6: Yeah, well, I got the email address to get all it. All right,
0: cool. Awesome, awesome. Good. All right. All right. What does he got?
2: He's got a pin.
0: One pin? Yeah, one that's
2: pin. A nice That's all you put in there? All right, I put more stuff in there. Oh, my God.
0: I've never been so disappointed in my whole life. And two all right, so, Joe, li- Lizzie put one pin in a box, so I'm going to make <laughs> sure you get more than that. Um Thanks for your loyalty. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for the kudos. I was
2: in a rush. Sorry, Joe. Uh, blame
0: Lizzie for the one pin, but <laughs> we will put some more stuff a nice, in there. It is a, it's a nice pin. It is a nice pin, but you should get more than that. All right, Joe. Thanks so much. No problem. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Later. Bye-bye. <laughs> What that was the
1: worst. That was
2: a minute before the show started. I like, almost, I almost made, off, a, I almost
1: made a joke. Oh, there's nothing in there, and then I <laughs> opened it, and I was like, oh, there is nothing in there.
0: And then, well, I mean, there. one pin is pretty cool too. Uh, also, a great pin. Let's not downplay the pin. And not, a good yeah, pin. A great, great pin. A phenomenal pin. <laughs> Best pin I've ever seen. But, um, I that's that's a horrible prize. I'm, so- <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Before we do what's in the box, I do want to shill a little bit for our next oh week's uh, season finale because we, w- we will be at will be at the Clifton, which is uh, my buddy Brian Neal's bar in Patchogue. Uh, if you don't know where Patchogue is, it's on the south shore of Long Island. It's probably, uh, I don't know, two or three blocks of the most bars and restaurants <laughs> I've ever seen. Parking is a nightmare, so uh, definitely try to find yourself. Actually, it won't be a nightmare this early. So, anyway, come out to the Clifton next Thursday, September twenty seventh. The doors for the Clifton open up at four thirty. Our show will go live at six o'clock. What's wrong with you? We give away some pins at the <laughs> show, right? Yeah, will bring some pins. You can get a pin. Um, <laughs> the
2: giggles. Great drink lost. specials. Lost
0: uh, all right, relax a second. Great drink specials. Uh, Oyster Bay will be in the house, and the Pumpkin Ale and the Barn Rocker will both be on special for $4, along with all their other great drink specials. They do beers and shots for five, shitty beers for three. They call shitty beer... I was just going to say... Bush, Tecate, and what else is on that board there? I can't even read it. Tecate is good. And they invented the ghetto sangria. Right after they opened, (laughs) someone was asking for red wine, and Brian's like, yeah, sure, I'll open a red wine. He opened it up, poured it and then they weren't serving it for a couple days. He didn't want to waste it, so he just concocted something called Ghetto Sangria and started selling it for 5 bucks. People actually go there now for the Ghetto Sangria. Now he has to, <laughs> he has to keep it on the menu. That's awesome. Um, he just renovated the outdoors, so that's where the show is going to be held. bunch of picnic tables, TVs, and whatnot, and we're also going to be bringing in some free wings and pizza while supplies last. And the whole idea behind this is basically to get together one last time before the end of the 2018 baseball season. As a group, hang out with you guys. Instead of doing live calls, we will have the, uh, the, the, the seat open there for, for you to be on the show with us. But I do want to give a quick shout-out to all of our uh, guest co-hosts this year. Uh, Josh Hoshinsky, Trevor Gill, Jim Brewer, Nelson Figueroa, Tim Riley, Nikki G. Money, and Lizzie. Uh, also, the guests, Mark Craig, Mickey Calloway, Brandon Immo, Chris Flexen, Ted Berg, Pete McCarthy, Matt Cerrone, Steve Gelbs, Cliff Floyd, Anthony DeComo, Josh Lewin, Maggie Gray, and Joe DeMeo all hopped on this year. And uh, for everyone else that does any work behind the scenes and to answer the calls for us. Uh, Drew, Tim, Adam Myers, Keith Terra, and of course, Keith Blacknick for always posting the, um, the show afterwards for us as a podcast. I'm doing this now because next week I cannot guarantee that I'll be any, in any state at the Clifton (laughs) to handle any of this. It is going to be a fun time. The Clifton is great. Uh, if you're expecting like a high scale patch hog bar, this is not, this is not the place for you. He (laughs) does market it as a industry dive bar so he's an ex-bartender so am i we used to work together at the beach bar and um and slopes up at hunter mountain so basically he wants this place to always be open until four in the morning no matter what day of the week it is so if you work at rum or you work at tap room or public house the bartenders and waitresses and, bar- and bartenders whatever waiters all go there afterwards it's the industry bar the dive Do bar
2: people from the cats go there
0: No, he does not like the catch. So I like the catch. (laughs) I like eating at the catch. He does not like the catch. So come on out to the Clifton, 151 East Main Street, Patchogue, New York, 11772. We will be there for the remainder of the night after the show turns off, and we're just going to stay and watch the Mets game. So come on out. I would love to see you. Love to hang out with you. And uh, shouty to our friends at Oyster Bay for also uh, coming on out to the Clifton. So Without further ado, we have to do our share and retweet contest, and I think that's it for episode thirty-seven. Nikki G Money, what did you think of your first experience here?
1: I loved it. Uh, well, you've a been here before to watch. I've seen the, the studio, I've seen it in action, but uh, to be a part of it was a lot of fun. Um, hope to do it again.
0: Absolutely. You gonna, can you can you make it out next week? I know it's a quite of a hike from Astoria. You are not? It's Thursday to, night, but yeah, I don't know if you have work on Friday morning. Uh, if you do, as then, of now I might, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm feeling so good. Yeah. <laughs> a week away. That would be a nice day off because then the next day you got a wedding next weekend or something. I got another bachelor
1: party. I'm back. Yeah. I'm going back to back. Are right, You're you gonna be paintballing again. Yeah, more yeah. more paintballing. Uh, <laughs> you know. Do they give massages
0: at the paintball place?
1: Uh, I don't know. That costs it's, twenty bucks. I think that's extra. I think that's one song. Long? I think
0: you got to uh, yeah a couple Gross. songs. <laughs> what? Oh, we're talking yeah. about paintball. Paintball, right? Right. You've never got a back rub at a paintball place before? I have. It's a <laughs> common occurrence. I'm <laughs> uh, known for. Yeah, I, I, I heard they yeah. give great paint. Uh, they give uh, great massages at Manhattan Paintball Place. Ew. Yeah. Uh, uh, somewhere in Midtown. Yeah. All right. We, so, we have, uh, where have we? Where we have th- we landed? <laughs> <laughs> where are we now? Let's go wherever. We, there are no roads here. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's do the share contest and the retweet. Can you tell me when to stop on the retweet, please, sir? Stop. All right. At S-A-F-F-Y-E-R, Sapphire or Safir, Erin. Uh, she is a sports fanatic and a member of Coles Wendell, whatever that is. I'll send her a direct message. You win some free stuff.
2: <laughs> Bauer said he's trying his best not to die of laughter at his desk.
0: The, what, does Bauer like paintballing too?
2: Oh, my God. I'm, I'm sure he we does. You know what
1: we should do? We should get a paintball outing. <laughs> That's the new code. I mean, we should get a paintball outing. Let's get a paintball outing together. <laughs> okay. Um, And go paintballing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Hey, I'm down. I'm sure, down. Sure, sure. Do you got to wear goggles? <laughs> depends on uh, Depends on how good the
2: Depends <laughs> on what you're shooting. Depends, yeah. Hello.
0: Hey, now. All right, listen. So, um, <laughs> oh, boy, where are we now? Oh, God. Man, this Oyster Bay pumpkin out <laughs> yeah, something else. So
7: good, right?
0: <laughs> barn barn All right, Rocker. Let's do the share. Let's do the share contest. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> Am
1: I saying? St-
2: yeah. Wow. G money. Tell me when to stop.
0: Stop. No whammies.
2: Um, Dave Lang.
0: Dave Lang, you
2: are the wiener. You're
0: the winner. All you right, get guys. A pin. So listen, safety first, (laughs) if you're going paintballing this weekend, make sure you wear goggles and a chest protector, you don't want to get hurt out there. Shouty to the Mets last weekend away from City Field. They will be back on Tuesday when David Wright will be activated. I doubt you see him on the field up until Saturday. I mean, he'll be stretching and taking grounders and BP and all that good stuff. But as far as a game is concerned, I probably wouldn't get your hopes up. Um, I'm going to be out there next Wednesday. So if you're at the game next Wednesday, let's let's uh, hang out and have a brewski maybe at McKellar before the game. Next Thursday, I would love to see you out there at the Clifton. Friday, there is nothing going on as far as the headline is concerned. Saturday, we will be out there for David Wright. And then Sunday, we have our outing for the finale of the year, the final game of the year at City Field. And we will be partying afterwards at the Pine. So come on out to the Pine. There's gonna be drink specials, DJ Elvis. I don't know if he has a DJ name, but our buddy Elvis is gonna be set up for the for the night. We're gonna be hanging out. I rented out the back room. Uh, at the Pine, so we really look forward to seeing you guys out there at City Field. Anything else you want to say, there, Mister G Money? Uh, shout to my
1: folks; uh, they made me a Mets fan. And uh, shout out to my girlfriend; she's in London. I'm not sure if she's watching, but I'm in if London. If you are. She's, she sounds like she's from London. <laughs> uh, she might come back with an accent. Yeah. Um, shout out to her as well. And uh, she's so cute. She's adorable. I like. Love her. her. Love her. So uh, maybe she's watching. Maybe she's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah.
0: Uh. <laughs> <Paintballing? laughs> all right, Lizzie. Uh we'll see you next we'll see you guys next week. I don't know if you want to say anything else. Thanks to all you guys for cheering with us in Boston. Appreciate the calls. If you're listening afterwards as a podcast, tell your friends, subscribe, rate, do all that good stuff. And uh we'll see you next week.
2: Yeah, bye guys.
0: Later. Peace.